Hallelujah. Good evening, everyone. And once once welcome us once again to another time, another session of online Bible study. And I pray that this evening session bless our heart. It does not matter how brief it might be, but God will speak to our hearts and encourage one or two persons in the name of Jesus. Alright, so like it's been posted uh, before now that this month of October we'll be looking at the book of Acts. Um, it's actually the aim of all, all the online Bible studies to encourage individuals, encourage us you know, in our study of the Word of God, which is why we decided to engage uh, the, the book, the Bible, Okay, to help or to enhance our our spiritual growth, because uh, of course, spiritual books written by uh, various authors are encouraged, but then uh, we can't ignore or neglect the fact that one of the most important books that we could ever read is the Word of God. Okay, uh, getting the revelations. Okay, allowing the Holy Spirit to shed more light to our hearts. <coughs> from the world by himself is actually more important and very good okay we're learning more about god himself okay not just hearing about god from other people which is why jesus asked peter okay now that you've heard what people said about me because he asked peter who do people say i am okay, what exactly do you say or who exactly do you think i am okay now that you've heard about heard what people said about me uh, as regards your own belief system, as regards your own convictions, who do you say I am? Not who people say I am to you. Okay, so uh, which is why it's important we have a personal revelation from God because it it's forms the basis. Okay, it forms a, a solid foundation for for Christian life. Okay, for Christian living. Okay, so the aim of the OBS, the online Bible study, is to encourage Bible study, personal Bible study. You know, to encourage ourselves. You know, and, and the like. And I pray that as we look at the book of Acts, the Almighty God will shed more light to our hearts. The Almighty God will speak to us. The Almighty God will cause us to grow beyond our current state in the name of Jesus. Okay, so like I said, I would be sharing briefly just one or two thoughts uh, just for the introductory part from the book of Acts. And I pray that in subsequent sessions, uh, God, we actually shed uh, shed more light and open up more things to us. So I want to start from uh, the first chapter, Acts chapter one. And firstly, I, I would like us to understand that the book of Acts is the succeeding book uh, after the book of Luke. And the book of Acts is written by uh, Luke. Okay, and I'm going to start reading from chapter uh, chapter one of the book of Acts. It says in the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when it was taken up. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach, verse 2 says, until the day when he was taken up 
after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want us to understand that here, uh, I want us to see the order in which it was written in terms of uh, the things that was dealt with in his writing. Okay. Uh, he said uh, in the first book, O Theophilus, this book was uh, this writing. This uh, book was written to Theophilus. Okay, and said that I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach. Now I want us to pay attention first of all to the order in which he, the, the things Jesus Christ exemplified or exhibited, the order in which it came. Okay, so he said the things that Jesus Christ began to do. And teach not uh, the things he began to teach and do okay as a matter of fact uh, people learned uh, principally from his lifestyle I mean Jesus the lifestyle of Jesus I mean they learned quite a lot of things you know from what he did that means he wasn't just uh, he wasn't just interested in teaching or preaching the Word of God he wasn't just interested in and uh, speaking or talking about the kingdom of God, but more importantly, he showed to people what the kingdom of God is all about. Okay, when he came, I mean, if there's one law that he gave when he came was the law of love. Okay, to show that uh, God is love, and of course, he also showed to us through his lifestyle that love is not just in words, but in deeds. And that's why uh, when you look at the life of Jesus Christ, his life exemplified or exhibited the realities in the kingdom of God. Okay, he was compassionate about people. He didn't just talk about people being compassionate. He didn't just talk about a compassionate father, but he exemplified it. It was uh, truly uh, a reflection of God the Father. Okay, just for, like what the Word of God says in John chapter 1. That the word became flesh and we beheld him as the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth okay he really was a, a total a perfect reflection of who the father uh, is okay and that was why it was written here that the things that jesus began to do okay and afterwards i thought those things okay because looking at his life there were so many things that, that could not be explained okay from the human perspective once he now began to teach okay and began to open their understanding as regards why certain things were the way they had through his life okay so his life principally uh was 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 the was the channel or was was more or less like the the, the the reference point for people to learn just like what is being commonly said that people will hear what you say but they eventually do what you do okay they eventually do what you do okay so uh, beyond with uh, talking about the kingdom of God, beyond with talking about what God can do, let our life reflect the kingdom of God. Let your life reflect the kingdom of God. Don't just, as a matter of fact, when your life shows forth the glory of God, I mean, you are going to be doing less, um, less. Uh, you are not going to be talking so much. You don't need to talk so much. I mean, your life will just, will just show forth. Okay, I mean, just like what the scriptures say, say, let your light shine, uh, let your light so shine 
Okay, and how does 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 that happen? Or how will that happen? The scripture went further and says that that people may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. That means the principal way our lights can shine, okay, is through the works of our hands, through our our deeds, okay, through the things we do. Okay, not necessarily through the words of our mouth. Of course, words of our mouth is part of it, but principally our lifestyle, the works, whatever you find ourselves, okay, whatever you find ourselves, I mean, the principal way the light of God can shine through us is by our lifestyle, is by the solution we provide, the works of our hand, okay, being a solution provider. Let people see it. Don't just talk that God can save, but let people see that saving grace, that saving savour through your life. Don't just talk about the fact that, I mean, God can do anything. But let your life through let, let your life show the fact that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Let your life be, a, 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 be let your life example ex, exemplify the fact that uh, uh, you have certain capabilities that is not common to man. You have certain treasures. You have certain gifts, gift things that is, that are hidden in you that is beyond human human uh, comprehension. Let your life speak. Let your life do the speaking. And that was why here, I mean, it was written about Jesus, that the things Jesus began to do and teach, okay? Let your life, I mean, speak to the fact that God is with you. I mean, without you even saying that you are a child of God, let people pinpoint it from your lifestyle. You know, uh, Nicodemus, I mean, the, 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 the Pharisee who came to meet Jesus, I mean, told him, he said that, uh, that they know that he was sent from God, why? Because they know that no one can actually do the works he did except God be with him. Okay? Let it be said of you too that, I mean, we know of a truth that you are a child of God. We know of a truth that God is truly with you because of the things that we see, you know, manifest themselves or display themselves in your life. Because no man can do those things except God be with him. I mean, let it be said of you that way. Okay? So that's one of the things that uh, we like to establish, you know, uh, as we start this uh, this study or this uh, as we start this teaching. Okay. Secondly, all right. Okay. So, like I said, um, let your life do the speaking. Uh, the more proves that. Uh, revealed through your life or through our lives, uh, the less the uh, the need to prove to people that we are children of God or that you are a child of God. When you, they are, your your life is full of proofs, visible proofs, then um, you will not need to prove to anyone that you are truly a child of God. I mean, take for instance when Jesus was captured and he was tortured, about to be crucified. Uh, we, we saw that from the scriptures that Peter followed all through. I mean, and it was, when it was about entering to the judgment or where Jesus was being accused and questioned and all that, you know, uh, quite a number of three, quite a number of persons uh, uh, challenged uh, Peter, you know, and we saw that Peter denied Jesus, but. One of the things that happened, or one of the things that uh, that that, that he was questioned on, was the fact that that he spoke like like one of them. I mean, that he, 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 he sounded like one of them. That he, he, 
I mean, he couldn't just hide his identity, even though he tried to 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 hide under the fact that that he doesn't know Jesus Christ, even though he denied him. But then his lifestyle, his speaking pattern, I mean, his his appearance, okay, I mean, the character couldn't deny the fact that he has been with Jesus. Even though they were, he was saying that he does not know Jesus, okay? But they, they were saying that, oh, I mean, he, he speaks like one of them. He looks like one of them, okay? So, even when uh, you are saying uh, one thing, I mean, different from uh, one, one thing that is uh, that is not actually... Uh, even though when you are saying something, when your life does not... Uh, when your life does not back up or does not... Uh, proof or attest to the fact uh, 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 back up the things that you are saying okay it will be difficult for people to believe you okay but when your life actually speak okay when your life do the speaking when you when, when you allow your life to do the speak even without you opening your mouth I mean people are already convinced that truly you serve a living God okay so uh, let your life do the speaking let the light shine through your lifestyle Okay, then also, verse 3 says, He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, okay, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God, okay. Also, I want us to notice here how he presented himself. He didn't just, pre- he wasn't, Jesus Christ wasn't just presented to the people, okay, uh, he wasn't presented to them dead. But it was presented to them alive. You see, the words that I speak to you are spirit and life. Okay, they might be letters, they might be filled with parables, but in the midst of those parables are, are life. Okay, a living capabilities. Okay, are, are, within those words are, are, are forces that are able to change, change, change. The circumstances, the circumstances of our life, be able to change things or turn things around. Okay, so one of the things that, or one of the, the proof of the fact that uh, Christ is manifested or has manifested, manifests himself to us, is the the life entity. Okay, the, the that life. Okay, that is available. Okay, that life that changes things, that makes things work. Okay, that's one of the proof. That truly Christ actually has manifested Himself uh, to an individual, okay? Because the scripture says that uh, whosoever loved me, as uh, Jesus Christ was speaking in, in John chapter 14, that whosoever loved me will also be loved of my Father, and higher my Father will come and manifest ourselves to Him and also make an abode with that person, okay? Um, and when He's coming to manifest Himself, when He's coming to reveal Himself, when he's coming to present himself, he comes. Uh, he, he does that. Uh, he, he, he does that with life. Okay. He said, "I have come that you may have life, and that you may also have it more abundantly." Okay. So he, he comes to to change certain things, certain things in your life. He comes to give you a new, a change certain dimensions in your life. So one of the proof of the fact that. Uh, you've, uh, you've you've seen Jesus. One of the proof of the fact that you've encountered Christ, okay, uh, through His Word, is that change of life, is that uh, is that newness, okay, is that life that is different from 
from from from the the other kind of life that anyone has to offer is that freshness okay is that difference okay that we that we get uh through him because he says the word i speak to you as spirit and life as forces and why staying with them he ordered them not to depart from jerusalem but to wait for the promise of the father which he said okay you ate from me for john baptized with water but you will be baptized with the holy spirit not many days from now okay not many days from now now going straight to verse 6 okay uh, it says so when they had come together they asked him lord will you at this time restore the kingdom of israel Okay, verse 7 says, He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power. You will receive power. Now, they asked Jesus a question that uh, will he at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? Okay. We lay at this time, set them free from the captivity, from the bondage, or uh, that they have been subject, that they are, that they are actually experienced at that time. Okay, because uh, the nation of Israel hadn't gained independence. Okay, they were more or less like subjected to the rulership of the Roman Empire. Okay, so it was they were asking that we lay at this time. Okay, just like some of us are asking that God, when will you do this for me? God, when will you give me my own child? Lord, when will you give me my own job? God, when will you give me my own miracle breakthrough? I mean, my own miracle. When will you give me my own breakthrough? When will you give me this? Okay? Uh, but he's saying that uh, it is not for you to know the time. Okay? And so just trust me. I mean, talking about trust. Okay? Because he told them that to tarry at Jerusalem. Okay? To tarry at Jerusalem. Okay? In verse 5, I mean, verse 4 to 5. It, I mean, verse 5 specifically told them that even though uh, John the Baptist had baptized them with water, okay, but that they will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now, okay, he assured them, okay, what he's capable of doing, okay, he assured them certain things that they will receive, okay, from God, okay, but he didn't tell them when, okay, just like for some of us, we might have gotten different promises from God. God might have spoken to you, oh, I will bless you. Your child is coming. Your job is coming. But you don't know when. Okay? But God is saying that it is not for you to just trust me. I have said it, that settles it. But when the Holy Spirit comes, you shall receive power. But when that answer comes, this is what will happen to you. Okay? So, trust. Okay? And that's one of the things, or that's the major thing I want to emphasize tonight, okay? Uh, let's learn to trust God, okay? It does not matter how it might look, okay? Sometimes you might think uh, God delays. You might think God is late. You might think God doesn't come right on time. But trust me, God is always on time. He is never too late. Neither is never late and is never too early. God comes right on time because the word of God says that it makes everything beautiful in his own time, not in our own time. 
in his own time. Okay? In his own time. He knows the right time to give you something. He knows the right time to make the, the word good. To make his promise good over your life. Okay? Sometimes we are so eager to get something, not considering the consequence that will follow afterwards. Okay? But God is so is too good to, to watch us to be destroyed. God is so righteous. God is so wonderful that he wants us to enjoy, I mean, that which he gives us for long. He says, the word of God says that the blessing of God maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it. Okay, it does not matter what things might look like today. Don't because of your lack of, of riches, of wealth, you know, go after other gods. Okay, don't because of the fact that God has not answered you yet and go and source for help from other means. The word of God says that they that go after other gods, their sorrows shall be multiplied greatly. Okay, learn to trust God irrespective of whatsoever you are going through. Just know that God will, will come true for you. Nothing actually has come to stay. Nothing has come to stay. No situation is permanent. Okay? No situation is permanent. It does not matter how long the night might be. Definitely, the day will break. Definitely, the day will break. Okay? The word of God says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. When your day breaks, joy breaks forth. When your day breaks, you know, weeping ends. But I want to admonish you. I want to encourage you. Okay, don't lose hope. Hold on to Christ. Trust Him enough. Okay, when everything around you is speaking, it's not actually confirming the promises. It's not looking like what God told you. Trust God enough. Hold on to the first. Okay? Believe Him enough. Enough. Just like what the Hebrew woman says, said. He said, even if He does not deliver, we will still not yet bow. Okay? Don't let your Christianity, don't let your, 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 your Christianity to be based on needs. Don't let your, 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 your loyalty to God to be based on what He does for you and what He does not do for you. Love God genuinely, irrespective of what He does for you or what He does not do for you. And when that actually when that happens, when you get to that point of love, the Word of God says that yes, eyes have not seen, yes, have not had, neither has entered in the heart of man what God has in store for those who love Him. Okay, so God has so much in store for those who love him. When you look at the life of Abraham, in spite of the delay he experienced, 25 years after God gave him that promise, that his seed shall be like the stars of the heaven. He didn't have a child. I mean, the child came 25 years after that promise came. Yet, he was still working before God, you know, perfectly. Yet, he was still following God. Yes, he was still obeying God. Okay? I mean, he loved God. And that was why, I mean, God could actually identify with him. God could actually, you know, uh, address himself as the God of Abraham. Why? Because of that love, that trust. He said, says, said about, says about him in scriptures that when God was about to visit the scene of Sodom and Gomorrah, he said, how can I do this and how can I do this and not tell my friend Abraham? Talking about closeness, oneness, 
you know, the relationship, okay? Trust God enough. So trust God enough. Okay, it's not for you to know when God will do what and when he will not do what. So far, he has told you, definitely will just be rest assured. Okay, just be rest assured. Okay, when God told Abraham, okay, that he was going to bear his son, I mean, he, he was just, he knew it was settled. Just give, he wouldn't consider the, the weakness of his body, nor the deadness of his, of, of his wife's womb. But he was giving glory to God. And that tells us what we should be what we should do during the waiting period. That tells us what we should do between the time the promise of God came to you and the time it will be made manifest to you. Just praise God. Because what God says he will do. Okay? What God says he will do. So when God says it, it is settled, all you just need to do is to praise him because God is not a man that should lie. Neither a son of man that he should repent. Okay? God is so just. God is too, is too just to fail his words because he said in his word that he honors his word more than his name. Okay? So trust God. If he has shown you the vision of your future, if he has shown you certain things about your life, but because of... I mean, but uh, yeah, show me certain things about your life. Don't lose faith because of the thing, your present state. Don't lose hope because of the things you are going through right now. God will definitely come true for you. And I pray that the strength that you need, the grace you need to forge ahead, the grace you need to weather the storm at this moment, at this time, in this difficult moment, God will grant unto you in the name of Jesus. Okay, so because of time, I will stop here. I hope to uh, to continue the the study with us, okay? But then I want to encourage us: trust God, okay, with all of your heart, acknowledge Him in all of your ways, and He will guide your path. He will guide you in um, guide you guide your path in the name of Jesus. So thank you once again for joining tonight. Uh, God bless you. Amen. <music>